Right, let's start our time even though it's Monday night. Uh, we mentioned last week uh, the Maestro Dhamma Benesina, and I sort of promised Leonardo to get back to it and go into a few of the fascinating details. So, if you have it in front of you, it's a very short list of some Maimachemis. Take a look at page one. They all quote this. This is the Sefer Chsidim, Abita Chosid, known among the population at large for his Savos and all sorts of Inyanamapikabola, most of which didn't make it into the Mishnah Burr and the like, but some did. And he also has many things that are fascinating in terms of the insights into various Gemaras and things in Agea to Yalacha as well. So, on page one, as we mentioned, when we mentioned the original Maisuk, it's pretty counterintuitive to say that it's a mitzvah of keeping up aim. If you wake up your father and you say, Ta, you'll be so proud of me. I, you, we just lost an $8 million profit. Because most people would react uh, pretty negatively and you would aggravate them. What's shot in Dhamma Benesina's father, as in Benesina? Either he was so phenomenally wealthy that he wanted just to take a nap in the afternoon and he didn't care what business deal came up, or he wasn't all there, or a little of both. We know his mother, that's Mrs. Nasina, uh, had issues because she would not miss an opportunity to spit on him and rip his clothing in front of his friends, the notables of Rome. And he didn't react adversely, didn't scream at her. That's going to be important to remember when we get to the cases in therapy and the cases that might have been in therapy or weren't therapy and the like. And it's a madrega, not a bizarre madrega. That's the problem. Whether you're doing it or not, but uh, certainly, stickle in there, with his mother and his father. If the mother certainly was something wrong with, and the father. We would say anybody who gives up an $8 million profit there's something wrong with him. Love Dafka in the second part, but possibly. It's irrelevant. The Chiddush over here is, Dominicina knew his father wouldn't be happy if he'd wake him up, and he had to respect his wishes. The question, of course, we're going to deal with now, assuming the jewel that they were looking for for the Cheshen belonged to Dama himself, not his father, even if it belonged to his father, it's uh, family money, royally yarshog. Tilt still would take a serious nefesh to give it up, perhaps. But if it's his money, it's not just a serious nefesh, it's a kasha. We paskin Michel Avila Michel Ben, which we'll get to. Uh, but first, the Sefer Chsidim deals with the uh, reality check of the Halacha Lamaisa from the Gemara. If your father is like most people, and he will be aggravated if he hears that you lost the profit, or he lost the profit, or any one of the above, then you certainly wake him up. Haben, let me see the bracket. Haben Shabbat Yel the Rebbe Avid Yoshon Lamad Numidam Benesina Avol Im Ba Rebbe Avid Venisad Avid. If it's either the father's prophet, not the son's, so he was learning that over here it was Dama's money, Dama's jewel. Or I'm adding, if the son had the chance to make the profit, but like most normal fathers, the father would be very, very not happy and extremely aggravated if the son gave up an $8 million profit, or maybe even a $1 million profit, maybe even $100,000, or maybe even less. 
first of all, love it. Venisad Aviv Shamekis Mestar Yeser Shalah Hikisi was more aggravated that he didn't wake him up. But Ben Yodea Das Aviv Shesameach Kishamakitsa Bishvil Aisadavar Aisadvar Mitzvah Aisadavar Mitzvah Lakitsai. It's a mitzvah to wake him up. So not only is it not Aser, but it's a mitzvah to wake him up. Ma'achar Sha'aviv Sameach Azeh, since the father will be happy. So the story is not exactly it's based on the fact that you have to be able to shots up whether he wants to be woken up or not and that's a call you have to know your father you have to know the situation you have to know your mother and if your mother is sleeping uh, an example a common example somebody calls is your mother home she's not available it's very important very important uh, get a lot of calls and some people I guess who want to call back quicker start using lashanias of urgency that would befit a Rahman Islam medical emergency of life and death and if they make that mistake once and I call back and it's not they usually not out of Nakama just out of uh, there, is a, there is a hierarchy and there is a pecking order they will be the boy who cried wolf and uh, if I get come back to my phone and have 62 messages after five minutes, uh, they will not be getting called back that quickly because then I have to start subtracting and dividing the exaggeration. So in general, if you call uh, a doctor or, or, or anybody else and you uh, use that lotion that it's very important, very time-sensitive, it might be a die to qualify uh, no tainas, the people get sensitive about shilas, and the good news is they're asking shilas, so we're talking about good people. Uh, with that said, not everybody who calls your mother or your father and says it's important, even says it's very important, means you have the halachic right to wake them up. Uh, I had this mice once, and um, this is the olden days, but you can almost tell it's a long-distance call. You know, you hear that like far-off, murky, uh, spacey type of sound. Uh, which you don't hear too much anymore due to the technology. And uh, the only reason, besides that far-off sound, I was able to tell that it was a long-distance call is the guy had a very heavy Chinese accent. And he, uh, to boot, that was a heavy accent. I didn't understand who he was calling and what he was asking the first couple of minutes of the conversation. I was a teenager. I remember this like it was yesterday. And uh, he said, it's, uh, it's very important I uh, speak to your father. And uh, he was sleeping, which was uh, rare. And uh, I said, he's not available. And he kept saying, it's very important. And no one was dying there. And him having called back anyway. I don't remember who this guy is. But uh, it was very important. It turns out that it was something very important. And my father would have been aggravated had I not woken him up. So I didn't know what to do. I had at least seen this Gemara. I think I ended up knocking the door and telling my father somebody is here to sell a paradum or something like that. And uh, he woke up and probably figured it out. Uh, but he told me afterwards that it was an important call. So, you know, that's a call, no pun intended. You got to figure that out. And I would almost say err on the side of caution, but I'm not sure which way that goes. Depends on, I guess, what line of business uh, they're in. And... Uh, and if they're a doctor of, uh, or they're trying to finish a transaction, I, you know, it depends what's going on. But you gotta, you gotta figure that out. And I guess if it's mama's equal, shave al and don't knock on their door and don't wake them up. 
if it's 50-50 in your mind. Sefer Chassidus is telling us that the story is very inspiring, but it was circumstantial. And, what was that? They're learning. Is it the same thing as sleeping? Uh, might be, it might be worse. It uh, depends on, again, if he's learning and you know that his Seder is sacred, which it should be, and that um, this business call, uh, he's got him all day and all night, and if he's not Makdish, his learning Seder, he's always going to be interrupted, then not. If um, I mean, inspiring story, there's a, a very fine Ben Terry as a businessman in Lakewood. You might be able to tell from the story who it is. It's, it's not a secret. I don't know if he wants this. I don't know if he's trying to mind his own business. And they had, happened recently, they had a massive fire in his place of business. The fire was raging. They finally found him in the base Medrash and they kicked the man over him and said, The building's on fire. And he looked at them straight without batting the lash. He says, Do I look like a fireman? Those are fired. I assume they called the fire department a minute. I'm learning now and. Uh, now, just think about it for a moment. That's Gavaldic. Most people, he's not going to do anything now. They've got to put up the fire, and somebody's got to call the insurance agency sooner or later. Okay. But that's not Nagaya right now. Most people would be off a tumult and start riding that. I'm learning now. So, that's so you have to know your father. You have to. And, and the important call for your mother. It's, 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 you have to ask who's calling. If they say it's the school and it's the school office. So, if your kid brother's in trouble, your mother can wait an hour until she gets the Nachas call. I wouldn't necessarily wait. If it's a medical issue, chas v'shalom, and they need to speak to her, okay. So then, you know, depends on... Uh, Got to try to figure these things out very quickly because this uh, story has to be remembered, but you have to apply it uh, correctly. So again, the Seva Slim doesn't only say, you're allowed to wake him up. He says, Mitzvah l'akitza me'achah sh'avis ha'me'ach al-zeh. V'chein... Now this next line, listen carefully, there's two ways to learn this. V'chein k'shem ha'kitza l'leches l'beis k'neses... And the same thing would apply when it's time to go to shul, or it's man kriyashma, or it's man tefillah, or unfortunately it's almost chatzais and you have to daven two minchas, I don't know, whatever might be going on. You just got home at four in the morning, and you're sure that he wants to be woken up, and he's going to be very upset if you let him sleep. So... People over the years have asked me, what happens if he was pretty upset when I woke him up as Zvan Kriyashma, the Grom, not the Mangan Avram. And what do I do now? Seva Chassidim is assuming he's never pushed Of course, he's going to be happy. And of course, he'll be upset if you don't wake him up. Who wants the Mizman feeling davening with a minion and Shacharis? We hope that's true most of the time. What happens if it's not? If you're aggravating your father, usually the pushback for Kiruv when the father is looking at the kid who remembers in diapers and he's the one who's trying to get him to say, Krishma, it's probably not such a good idea to do it again. Unless you just hit him on a bad day and that was circumstantial and immediately he wants to be woken up. But again, you've got you to gotta figure that out. The Sefer Chassidim is assuming that the fallback position is that if he's from, he likes to keep mitzvahs and if you can't be at Krishma, Midaresa, at the Zman Krishma, he probably wants to be woken up. He probably wants to be woken up at the Zman the Mangan Avram. That already, if it happens, the kids should quickly think back where they're from, and if they're from Vilna, maybe wait a half hour. Um, you have to know what the minig is. The Savit Arais Lachumra, but Ramesha says the minig in many parts of Europe was like the guy in. If Aaron used to say it's a Savit Arais, it depends where you're from, it depends who your father is, and you've got to figure that out. But the Grah, 
is the Mekel Shita, and that's sometimes it's not o'clock in the morning. And davening with a minion is also, it could be Mincha, it could be Sunday afternoon, Mincha is taking a nap. So this is actually pretty uh, common, and you have to know what you're dealing with. Uh, the next paragraph is extremely important, but not in a to this Maiso Adam Benesina, so we will get back to it, go to page two, and we will see if the two lines are two different dinim or the same din. What you're looking at here is a copy from the Kitzvah Shulchan Aruch, and Kitzvah Shulchan Aruch is in Kor Achai Adam, and interestingly enough, he's going to say B'Shem Sefer Chassidim, and you'll see where we're going with this. Take a look at Dalad. I'm not exactly sure, just the storyline, how it happened the first time. Most people don't store their keys under their parents' pillow. I'm not exactly sure why Dama left it by Nasina. But my Sushaya So if it happened once, the kids says it can happen again. Also, you can't wake them up. Alpha P, she Yafsid Again, assuming it's your money and you're going to lose the profit and he's not going to mind. But if the father's money and he wants the profit, or if He's going to be upset even if you, you lose the profit. I'm adding that in, because I think it's quite common. As we just saw in the Sefer Sidim. Now, listen to this next line. He's quoting the Chayadam from the Sefer Sidim. So the Kitzur and the Chayadam hold this is what the Sefer Sidim meant. Rabbi Yashur, we'll see in a moment, is not sure this is what... The Sefer Chassidim was getting at. Stock opportunity, if you know he's going to be upset, he missed it. What does that mean? That's a very different understanding. That's The first din is the din is going to be aggravated, so make sure you wake him up, because if you don't, he'll be aggravated, and don't wake him up if he'll be aggravated when you wake him up. The second din is a din, kucham chayim bechvedi, the same makar that he can't ask you to do an avera. There's no chiv keeping avera, and he can't ask you not to do mitzvahs. There's no keeping avera. It's kucham chayim bechvedi. So here, l'loshin is shakulam chayim bechvedi amokam baruchu. So you have to wake him up. He's yivachiyev arvus like any other yid. And even though I mentioned before that. It could be the law of diminishing returns. You can accomplish less because there's pushback psychologically. He doesn't want to hear Musa from his child. But that might not be true. We hope it's not true. And if it is true, you'll find that. You won't do it next time. The assumption is that he's chayv mitzvahs and you're chayv to make sure he does his mitzvahs. That's how they're understanding the Sefer Chassidim. Now, go to page 3 and you'll see how Rabbi Yashav deals with this. He discusses two things. I'm going to first cover this point, and then we'll go back to the beginning. Go to the second to last paragraph. Which we just saw. There are two different dinim over here. That if he's going to be bizarre, if you don't wake him up, so wake him up. The second din. The makam shiyafsid mitzvah Mayor as Aviv, if the father's going to lose a mitzvah, which you think he wants to do, then wake him up. Why? Not because he's going to be aggravated, which he would be also. And even better reason. That's a huge enough kamina, because according to this reason, even if he won't be so aggravated or be aggravated, you wake him up, you have to wake him up anyway, because he's high in the mitzvah. 
So there is no din kibra aim when it comes to you doing your mitzvah. What's your mitzvah over here, Arvis? Because what I remember says, you got to make sure all the Yidin do the mitzvahs. He's no different than anybody else. A pretty big nafkamin. Nafkamin is, he's not so excited about waking up for minion, unfortunately, and he's not happy. So according to this reading of the Chayadim and the kids, you got to wake him up anyway, because, ah, what's the kibra aim? There's no kibra aim over here. Everybody follow? So, He's quoting that, and he disagrees that that's Pshat and Sefer Chesidim. Amnam l'chayra v'pashas dirvei Sefer Chesidim avurah d'alach achas v'svar achas yeishkan. He says it doesn't understand. Sefer Chesidim is talking about whether he'll be upset if you wake him up. Mechatei says Sefer Chesidim jumped to another sugya of Ata v'avicha chayim b'kfeida that Yechayiv mitzvahs he can't stop even doing the mitzvah of helping him do mitzvahs. It's a different subject. The gamsha makitza l'achas v'beis kenesis l'tzvi l'gadema tsar yeishkan. You're waking him up because if he doesn't wake up and he misses, he's going to be upset. Sar Yeshkan im lo yerenu. Umasid bezeh aviv. He's going to be upset. He missed out. Shaykh tam de tsar nami bezeh v'lo sarach lepsuke letre inyane beisis sif atzmo. Why are they splitting it up into two different halachas? This is very important because I'm not sure what Rabbi Yashav would say. He doesn't say, but frankly, she's disagreeing with the conclusion of the kids of the Chayadam. Because the din still a din, and you have a chiv of arvus, and you have to help out your father and your mother, and they can't tell you not to help them out. But his point is, the Sefer Sidim is not really discussing that. And it's possible he sort of disagrees, because maybe Rabbi Yashiv is getting at the fact that this child doing the um, arvus over here might not be always such a great idea. My conjecture. But... Again, if your parents are interested and you know they want it, then you're helping them do mitzvahs, but you're also saving them mitzvah, missing the mitzvah. So you just misflipping whether the Sefer meant that over here in this particular paragraph. You just got to be careful. Um, in general, uh, there is a chiyav arvis. This comes up a lot. Baruch Hashem, Achshader. We send our children to yeshiva and our girls to Beis Yankov, and uh, they're learning a lot. My daughter, who I always gets nervous when I mention her, I tell her that they're never going to figure out who I'm talking about, which hasn't worked yet. Uh, but uh, sounds like you'll identify with this. They're having midterms somehow, and some of the schools here in Muncie, they have midterms every three weeks. It's amazing. I think it's great. It keeps them very busy, and they're learning a lot. And I'm up till like two nights ago, 12 o'clock, explaining to Hadukim and Rashis and Radaks and other things, and Chumash Novi and some other areas. And Gavaldik. They have to be able to learn with their children, at least till they start Gemara or Mishnayas, and have to be able to know it themselves. Uh, it's quite a heavy workload. Some schools heavier than others, but um, so they have uh, they have midterms and uh, they learn a lot. At finals, at midterms. What happens when children know a lot? This is all good, by the way, until parents complain to me. And the following scenario, when the children know probably everything the parents learned, and then some, but the parents either didn't brush up in the last 25 years, or maybe forgot the din, or maybe ignore the din sometimes, and it's not about waking them up, so we're not getting to that so good, they're not sleeping, they're awake at the Shabbos table, and they start saying something which might be classified according to almost every page in the Chavaz Chaim as Lashon Hara, or Moshe Shemra, or something like that. So this is a difficulty sign for many people in general when you're sitting around the table and your brother or sister or guest talk, talk Lush and her, what do you do? Uh, many people, it's a very difficult sign. Most people with their friends and their relatives don't want to be the, 
the bad guy, in this case the good guy, and they don't want to say anything and don't want to keep their friends and uh, it's not really a great heter. The heter they hide behind, which I've spoken about many times, not enough, is that they say, no, it's a Yaltige Musr because Mutur Shishegni value Mezidin and Kashem Shemitzla Hagid Davar Nishma, so too is the Mitzvah Hagid Davar Shen Nishma. Another Zatayim are very good because uh, the second one, Kashem Shemitzla Hagid Davar Nishma, so too is the Mitzvah Shalol Hagid Davar Shen Nishma, is only when you're pretty convinced they're not going to listen, which is not true it's from people normally. They might be upset at the time and they might be be pushed back at the time, and you might not win a popularity contest, but they might be more careful, at least in front of you, talking Lashon her, which is already a game. So the fact that to decide that they're for sure not going to listen is a pretty hideous accusation on the person you're trying to stop from talking Lashon her. Like, they're from. Why would they not at least take to consideration? They never heard of Shemir Salashen? Never heard of the Chavetz Chaim Heritage Foundation? Even if you never heard of the Chavetz Chaim, you've heard of the Heritage Foundation. So, so uh, like, why would you not? They're not going to just ignore you. They might try to ignore you. They might get upset at you. Uh, but um, somebody asked me recently, it was an interesting shayla. They wanted to know. They had a relative who they actually, probably it sounded like in the middle of a conversation, told them that they can't say that it's Lashon Hara. And the relative reacted in not such a kind way. And they said, uh, I am not working on Lashon Hara. I'm not Gerizit. So he wanted to know if this relative touches the wine, can you drink it? That's a good question. That's clear. You can't not be gurry. You can say, I'm working on it. You can say, I was no drag. I'm not no drag. I hope to be no drag. Something like that. You can't say that there is no iser like that. And the Chavaz Chaim is more than one iser. Because that's like, you know, if you want to make a gear like that, we would let you in the mikveh. And if you wanted to, like, touch the wine, I would be. He wanted to know, is that Kfira? I said he didn't mean that. It's just, uh, you hit a raw nerve, and he is, I say it's a from guy, right? But he said, you hit a raw nerve, so he answered you, he's not Gary, so that's a horrible answer. Never answer that, even if you're angry at the guy. Uh, say, uh, even none of your business is better, which is not true either. So, it's difficult to bring these things up, it's difficult with friends, sometimes even more difficult with siblings, and even more difficult with parents. So, part of this discussion over here is, the balance between you can't ignore everything. On the other hand, uh, to hear Musser from the kids that um, you diapered, the kids that uh, you were uh, helping them with their homework a couple of years ago, and a lot of people have psychological um, uh, blocks in their head to that. That's why Terach only did tshuva after the master of, the father of all Kirov, the master of all Kirov, the car of the whole world, but not his father until he moved out. How'd that happen? The answer is, while he was still there, Terach couldn't see it, and after he moved out, he started to think about it. It's hard to, hard to take it from the child. With that said, the child has to be crafty enough to change the subject. Uh, if it's something blatantly being done wrong, if you're absolutely sure there's no sheet to rely on and it's damaging, so the Gemara deals with this, and the Gemara says you should uh, say something which if your father learned the Gemara, he's not going to believe you. He said, oh, so interesting, I just happened to learn yesterday in Yeshiva, this whole sugya babberer, and if you separate the peas and carrots, it's a chiv skila. I shouldn't say it like that. Uh, there's a way to bring it up, you know, derech if not now, later, if you can't do it, then <coughs> go over to his rov and mention that maybe next little Shabbos you can chazer over this din between Mincha because a lot of people don't seem to get it right. So, but you've got to figure something out. You just can't. If you love your parents, which you do, uh, you want to help them out. You don't want to just let the issue go completely. 
just got to know how and when and where and least amount of chutzpah. And sometimes you can get two kanazdik and it can, Gemara says, you can't let that destroy kibbutz of Ahem. You got to be more careful despite the chiyavagas with parents. That's why the Gemara says you have to make up kibbutz. You just learn the Gemara. You have to be learning out loud. But with a friend, you don't you don't do arvus like that. You say what you did is wrong. I you can say I didn't know the din either, and I'm not accusing you of being amaris. But you can be more direct with a friend. With parents, you got to be more careful. But that doesn't mean you can ignore the situation. Yes. Was the rope saying earlier that the difference is is that if the parents would want to be woken up, a thought made one, then you would. But the other, but it sounds like the kids would say that even if they didn't want to be woken up, yeah, then you should wake them up because. So is, is, that's what it sounds like. That, so that's is that, is that what the rabbi is applying here in the case of telling the parents? Maybe, maybe they don't want to be told Lashon Hara, and then if you know that, then you say then. Yeah, but the Gemara, but the Gemara raises the issue. And the Gemara doesn't just say Ta, that's wrong. It says in the Mishabur, not so. It says you should say, oh, pretend like you're learning out loud, and just say, oh, I learned an interesting sugya. That's not the normal way to give Tachacha, but with parents you have to be extra careful. Waking up, there's no good way to do that. You can't. But he's sleeping. He said, "Oh, I just learned the sugi about Krishna. If you miss it, you don't get to miss it the ways of Krishna." He's sleeping, so you got to wake him up to tell him that. So that's why, by the waking up, it's going to be a little more direct. Either you do it or you don't. Lamaisa, if you did it once and they're very unhappy with you, you're probably putter. Maybe even according to the kids of Shacharah, because if. It becomes an issue where they're going to be pushed away for it. Again, that's the... Yeah, yeah, well, because if they get angry at you, it depends how angry they get. If they just looked annoyed, then when they think about it, when they're completely after the coffee, they're going to thank you, hopefully, in Shema Nesri, when they're dropping of the minion. But it depends who you're dealing with. And when it comes to non-from parents, or not yet from parents, or not such from parents, you've got to be careful, and you've got to balance the, uh, the desire to help them with the constraints of the... Keep it up, hey, but yes, it sounds like, if you read this quickly, it sounds like Rabbi Yashuv is saying an afkamina. Rabbi Yashuv agrees to the din, the shayla is, what is the Sefer Chassidim talking about, and is there an afkamina between the way the Rabbi Yashuv is presenting it? Uh, tomorrow night, Mr. Shem, we'll get back to the first piece where he talks about why Dom Benesina gave up his money if we pass in Mishalab and then Mishal Ben. Mr. Shem, we'll get to that tomorrow night.